0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories
1: and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. All right, we are uh, coming to you from Dickinson, North Dakota. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. These are my old stomping grounds. Actually, I was ordained in 93, and I was assigned to St. Wenceslaus, and then I was reassigned here in, in 2011. I just moved back to Bismarck uh, last summer, but it's great to be back in town. I'm seeing a lot of friends whom I haven't seen for, for a while. I'm coming to you from High Plains Dental. On uh, 12th Street uh, West. And uh, Mike Kedrowski is uh, with me as good well. Morning, good morning, Monsignor. Mike. Yeah, good morning, Monsignor. Good to Thanks see again you. for uh, carving out some time to be with us this morning. It was a beautiful drive west. The sun was behind, and uh, uh-huh. uh, it was just kind of uh, contemplating the storms that are going to yeah. be rolling through yeah. the plains later on this afternoon. We, uh, Yes, I heard about we're, that. We're, and the, the, the earth so has, has to cool. The I, earth, <laughs> it's, indeed. Uh, there could be a, a storm event here. Uh, But uh, we visited with Bishop Kagan to start off the show. He ordains four men tomorrow at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit in Bismarck. Four homegrown young men. Once again, uh, we ordain them, many at a time, here in the Diocese of Bismarck. And uh, that's because God still calls. And like Bishop Kagan said, we have an environment where men can really hear that call and, and respond to that call or at least... Uh, try it out, Monsignor Walsh's book entitled "God Still Calls." I recommend to anybody who who uh, who wants to consider the priesthood or any Catholic really to hear the amazing stories of of young men who who become priests. And I, and I, I wrote in my section, Mike, on page thirteen, um, Monsignor <laughs> tells the story of Father Austin Vetter. Now Bishop Vetter and Father mm-hmm. Patrick Schumacher, now Monsignor Schumacher, but back when we were ordained, just six years, we we gave our stories, and I basically said in my section that I couldn't go through life wondering what would have happened. That's why I, I went into the seminary, and uh, Bishop Vetter indicated that's why he went into the seminary to give. God a chance, which Beautiful. I think we do well here. Beautiful in the story. Diocese of Bismarck. As, thank you, thank you for answering the call, Monsignor. Well, you know, I had other plans for my life. Believe uh, well. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Did you hear the God laughing when he that would, that, amen- that, that, <laughs> that, that that's right? Uh, God has called Deacon Gregory Hilsendegger to be ordained uh, a priest of Jesus Christ tomorrow. He's my next guest, so we. Need to visit with uh, one of them, uh, Deacon Gregory. Uh, good morning to you.
0: Good morning, Monsignor. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh,
1: you are one of the four. And to tell us a little bit about yourselves.
0: Yes. Yeah, so i uh, Grew up here in Bismarck, uh, North Dakota. Actually, a homegrown cathedral parishioner, so traveled too far for ordination. Um, but I grew up in cathedral. Went to public school all the way through, and then it was, went to. University of Mary, and graduated from there, and that's kind of where I to get into a little later, where God started really putting that call on my heart, kind and of, kind of, as you were just saying, getting me to reconsider my own plans for my life and <laughs> try out what he had. And um, So after I graduated from New Mary and went to seminary, I did three years in Denver, and now I just finished my fourth year in St. Louis, so after seven years of seminary, I'm coming out to the big day tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I wrote in my uh, story... In God Still Calls by Monsignor Walsh, published in 2000, that there were key people in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I mentioned Father Michael Molnar. God rest Mm -hmm. his soul. He was key in my life. Uh, Father Robert Laliberti. He he was important in in my life. Father Phil Ackerman, Father Dale Kinsler, Bishop John Kinney, uh, key people in my life. And I, I didn't know it at the time, but you look back and you can see how the hand of God works through them to help you. Who are some of your key people?
0: Yeah, most of I was almost really too many to mention um just few that come to spring to mind right away. So as I said, kind of University of Mary's where I really started taking the faith seriously and um where the call to the priesthood was able to flourish and one of the big things there was just the friends I had, um so right away I was just randomly paired for my one of my roommates, my first year with now Father Jared Wolf. <laughs> we um didn't know each other but became close friends and him as well as uh, Mike Mortensen who's a folks missionary kind of the three of us just sort of randomly came together and I know just three men sort of seeking to yeah seeking to live out the faith was a big influence in my life as well as just many of the priests out at New Mary Father Benedict Fisher out there Monsignor Shea Father Waltz when he came out Monsignor Richter was my pastor all of them were just tremendous influences and kind of as saying there helped create that environment where when God started calling not that it didn't sometimes scare me but at the same time I saw all these great influences around me of men who laid down their lives for Christ and had given everything to him and how it brought them like and the joy and sort of created that environment of like okay well God's calling me I can I can give that a shot too and when then, you're course, ordained
1: but, when you're ordained you're gonna go to uh, my hometown I believe Williston is that correct Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh and have you been up there yet to visit with Father Kobosch?
0: I've visited with him over the phone a little bit, but I haven't been up to the parish yet. I'm hoping to, in the weeks after ordination, get up there at least a couple, at least once
1: <laughs> to see it. Well, it's a great area. There's one Catholic church in Williston as opposed to several other in the larger communities in our diocese. And uh, God bless you there, and I know they'll take care of you. Let's, let's back up a, a little bit here. Uh, as we are on the threshold of your ordination day, mm-hmm. um, what, what, are, what are some of the things that you will be doing uh, today? Uh, to get ready for tomorrow, I I remember the day before my ordination as much as I remember the day of it. Uh, but what do you got planned when we uh, break here in about thirty minutes?
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm. Just, I mean, I'm trying to spend the day as much as I can. As I've in the last few days, we're sort of unplugging, spending more time in prayer. But we'll have um we have our rehearsal for the ordination mass later today. Uh, you know, try and you know, get the confession kind of one. Last time for ordination, that'll be a, just to receive the grace of that sacrament for myself. And then we have today, um, then we'll have an holy hour this evening out at you, Mary, and a uh, dinner, kind of a preordination thing with some of the priests and seminarians around is sort of a, yeah, just kind of getting the ball rolling and to be able to begin this <laughs> uh, crazy few days in prayer and to center ourselves that way. yeah, uh, kind of on the docket for the day, just kind of getting prepared for everything that God wants to do in the coming days, especially in ordination tomorrow.
1: One of the things Father Laliberti told me uh, when I was discerning was the first thing that you uh, may have as an indicator that you're called to the priesthood is that you think you may want to be a priest. When did you first think that you may want to be a priest, Gregory?
0: Um, That's a good question, I The thought never would have occurred to growing up so like so I grew up public school and wasn't all that serious into the face and it wasn't really until I came to you Mary, that I started sort of asking god like what he wanted for my life and it was sort of strange at the time because like i said it wasn't a thought that had occurred to me before but I really felt the lord clue saying through in my heart like he wanted me to be a priest and at that point that's kind of when that thought started happening like huh you know what I actually that actually could be a possibility and um and you know if God wants that for me I could that could be a good, that could be a good life. And not to say that there weren't definitely times when I fought it, because as you said, uh, uh, as you mentioned before, you know, I had my own plans for my life, but that was kind of where it started. at. you married, just sort of seeing, well, first and foremost in prayer, God putting that on my heart, and then seeing those other examples of this, you know, you yeah, priesthood that can be a valid option for my life, and from what I could see, it can be a very joyful one.
1: What would you say to what would you say to those who may be thinking of it, or the thought is in their mind?
0: I mean, there's a couple of things that come to mind immediately is just that if you're living life of prayer, and that thoughts come to mind, that it's it's there for a reason. That it's not just a random passing thought. That God's drawing your heart for some reason, whether it's to be a priest or to at least um, open your heart to give. To give yourself to God in more full way, whatever that may be, and then just to encourage that, um, the Lord doesn't. Yeah, the Lord, when He calls us, He has something greater in mind that we can than we can even imagine, and beyond our own plans. That He a- is asking to take that next step, and which is really, I know at least to me, what He did in the most of the I think is He's not asking to take the full leap at once. Just take the next step. Take the next step. And when we do that, He provides the grace and He'll lead faithfully and really yeah, without fail, if you follow him to where you're meant to be. And it's yeah, just to be courageous and follow him with joy, because that's what he wants for us.
1: Deacon Gregory Heelsendegger is my guest. This is Real Presence Live, and my name is Monsignor Schumacher. We're coming to you live from High Plains Dental in Dickinson, believe it or not. I got up at 4.30, 3.30 Mountain Time, Mike, wow. to, to drive west and to uh, kind of come out to my old stomping grounds. And I... I, I, I think it's fair to say I have friends, well, I know people on every corner and most of them are my friends <laughs> i i think i don't know if they like me in return but i i do have friends on every corner in in dickinson and, and and it's great to be back and i'm looking forward to i'll be back in bismarck by noon today we're all gearing up for the ordinations uh in the diocese of bismarck for those who uh, have ordinations in your diocese it's a it's a great celebration of the fruit of your prayer it's really a great manifestation are the promises of our Lord Jesus, who always said, I will give you shepherds. Through Jeremiah, he promised that he will give us shepherds to, to lead us and, and to guide us. And a priest soon going up to Williston, North Dakota, will be, God willing, Deacon Gregory Hilsendager soon, Father Gregory Hilsendager. Uh, Gregory, tell me a little bit about your family.
0: Yeah, so um, you know, I've got my parents are still here in Bismarck in the house that I grew up in, and I have two younger brothers. One's up in Minot now with the Highway Patrol, and another one's living out in, and my youngest is living out in Fargo. So they're hopefully all going to be here in town for coming tonight and tomorrow for you know, a little bit of family reunion going on too, <laughs> on top of everything else.
1: Fantastic. I, I remember those days of the, the families coming together and, and, and the travels and, uh, and, and the First Masses. So tell me about your First Mass uh, preparations. I have Father Streifel coming in uh, at the top of the hour to talk about a couple First Masses here in, in Dickinson. I'll be out at actually the, uh, the Vetter uh, farm. Uh, I'll be at Nick Vetter's First Mass on Saturday following your ordination tomorrow. Um, that's at 11 a.m. What what are your plans at the cathedral?
0: Yeah, it's a day tomorrow between the four of us, but um, I guess I'm kicking it all off. Uh, as you said, at my home parish at the cathedral at 8 a.m. there. Um, just, yeah, to get up right and early. The normal 8 a.m. mass, which really for me has been a such a great grace in my own life. I've attended it, often served it, and just been a part of the great community at the cathedral, so it'll be quite an honor, really, to a great grace, to be able to say mass. I know it kind of blew my mind last week Saturday. I was at the after Saturday mass, just kind of thinking like, "Wow, the next the next Saturday eight a.m. mass at the cathedral it's going to be me." <laughs> Isn't
1: <laughs> so that, that something? Yeah. Uh, are you preaching your first homily, or do you have a homilist?
0: I, I am actually preaching. So,
1: yeah, I noticed yeah. you guys are you guys are doing that now. Uh, we, you know, 28 years ago, we we always had a guest homilist. I had I had been senior Edwin O'Brien, who was a former rector of the uh, college where, where I studied, and and I, I noticed that you guys are preaching your own your own masses, um, which which is intriguing to me. Why are you doing that?
0: Um, I don't know. Honestly, kind of as you said, over the last few years, I've just been seeing it more and more. So it just kind of yeah. Yeah, I knew it was an option that some people did. And just as I was sort of praying about kind of what the Lord wanted me to do, it just kind of felt it was on my heart just to be able to, I don't know, just kind of be able to preach my own and say a little bit about how God had used that first Mass opportunity to really be able to say a little bit how God had been working in my own life and my ordination. And just how, and it's a beautiful thing the first Mass can be on the Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And just devotion it just really been close to my heart. So, it's, yeah, just kind yeah. of. To, be able to speak on how the our blessed mothers really worked in my own life and been so responsible really for where I am now.
1: I like that new so-called tradition or trend. I think it's really uh, good. We uh, I always want to hear from the newly ordained, and uh, sometimes we had to wait until the reception. So after your eight a.m. mass on Saturday, are you attending any others?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to get out to Dickinson. So uh, both a uh, I guess the soon-to-be father, Jacob and Father Ben Franchak, I was in, seminary with them in St. Louis and Kendrick, so I'm hoping to get out to both of theirs if time allows, but yeah, I've heard it's going to be quite the event out there, as you'll, I guess, Father Strife will talk about later, so it'll be quite a celebration, and I'm looking forward to it. I'll have all mine done and be able to just kind of sit back and <laughs> be a priest and relax. <laughs>
1: Well to to lead I I always say to the kids who are the first in the confession line uh, being first means you're the first done and then then yeah. they kind of rela- they kind of relax a little bit and uh, so yeah you you will uh, you'll be the first then you can just kind of relax and and hang out and 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 see some other first masses it, it, it's really really great you got some vacation then planned to to unwind a little bit uh, uh, before you move up to Williston North Dakota um
0: Sort of. I mean, I'll just be, we'll have a couple weeks there uh, to, I guess, yeah, just hang out. I'm, no real big plans. I might go up to visit some parishes I've been at in the past spend some time with some friends in town here and,
1: yeah, just, I guess, take it easy and, um, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Deacon Gregory Hilsendager is my guest, and we're going to pray for him here in the Diocese of Ismark, along with Deacons Nick Vetter Jacob Daly, and Ben Franchuk. The four of them will be ordained tomorrow by Bishop Kagan, 3 p.m. at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit in Bismarck. And it's just a great celebration. I, I, I think this is going to be one of the biggest we've had in, in a long long time, Gregory. I know I, I know that when the the local priests in Bismarck, as we were by Father Dosh, asked to bring our own vestments, uh, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of priests there. And uh, how did you fit everybody in?
0: Um, yeah, that's been a real <laughs> it's been a real challenge. We've had to, you know, unfortunately, we can't invite everyone we'd like to, but it's been um that's yeah, going to be a packed house. <laughs> that's for sure. Between the four of us, and we and it's really I've been kind of just reflecting how wonderful it's going to be just for me and i'm sure the other guys just all these different worlds colliding and like all my family some friends i've had from college from my both my seminaries i'm just bringing everyone in from all these the different moments of my life all this the journey i've been on and it's gonna be quite a wonderful thing to be a a lot of people around the pack house of the ordination and everything else But it's gonna be a great joy i'm looking forward to and in sen- uh,
1: central North Dakota, we'll have a break in the heat for one day exactly. And so, yeah. I, I, I texted Father <laughs> Eli today, and I said, "You know, it's good good for that. I, I've I've sat through some uh, really really warm two and a half hour ordinations, and when you're packed in, there's really nowhere to go. But in any event putting up with the heat is is just fine. but above all, being there is a real honor. I know I know the equestrian order of the Holy Sepulchre will have representatives there, the Knights of Columbus and I know that there will be priests from um, uh, your seminaries and, and I I know I know uh, Father Paul Mason will be here is that correct? your your seminary rector in Kenrick?
0: yep yep Father Mason yet yeah, will be coming up and I think we have representatives from. I think there would be some priests from Denver, from St. Paul, from Rome, D.C. It's, yeah, bringing in just all these different places that have influenced the four of us throughout our time. We're going to have representatives here from all of them. So that would be great to
1: host everyone to show them kind of the Bismarck celebration. Father James Mason, this time, and I remember uh, Father Hankey came up for the diaconate ordinations earlier. Yep, yep. And I studied with him. Uh, as we take a break, any closing thoughts? Uh, as as you, uh, I'll let you go at this break, Gregory. Any closing thoughts and, and reflections as as you embark on uh, the priesthood, God willing, tomorrow?
0: Yeah, um, I guess basically the one thing that I've really been in awe is just this call to the priesthood. I'm just kind of reflecting on how, like, right now as I stand here today, things like consecrating the blo- body and blood of Christ and Hearing confessions are just like infinitely beyond me. <laughs> Something I couldn't do as much as I tried. Then tomorrow, by the grace of God, wonderful grace of the sacrament, all of a sudden that will become reality that Christ will have chosen this kind of weak person that I am to be his minister and to do those amazing things. And it's just, I've been really just caught in awe at the wonder of the priesthood and the great gift of God's call. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs>
1: And Gregory, I'll tell all my relatives to take care of you in Willison, all right? Please do. Please do. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for coming on the air. I slowed down your your all of your prep today, but I know that the, the people of our listening audience really enjoyed uh, listening uh, to uh, one of the four to be ordained tomorrow. Thank you, Gregory. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, senior. Absolutely. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Yeah, see you tomorrow. Good luck.
1: All right, well there you have it. Here in the Diocese of Bismarck, Deacon Gregory Hilsendiger will be ordained along with Deacon's Jacob Daly, Ben Franchuk, and Nick Vetter. We have many seminarians coming after them. I think we have four or five coming up next year, and uh we we just have a, a real fertile ground where God still calls here in the Diocese of Bismarck, and tomorrow's going to be a great day. These guys are all my replacements. I mean, I'm I'm 54 now. I've been a been a priest for 28 years. I uh the 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 ordinations are becoming more and more meaningful uh mike as as i I get older uh, I, I i you look at them as maybe your future pastor I look at them as my replacement oh yeah it 's exciting <laughs> you, you know the uh, uh you know there 's a lot of hope in that story of four uh young men becoming priests of Jesus Christ, and uh, uh, we can uh, have a lot of uh, uh, confidence and, uh, and hope, a lot of hope, Monsignor, uh, with those four young men being ordained, laying themselves down uh, to Christ. And uh, what, a, what a great celebration we're going we're to We're looking have. forward to it. You're listening to Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. I'm at High Plains Dental. We're going to take a, a break here in Dickinson. I'll have uh, Dr. Duffy Meyer on after the break. Don't go anywhere.
0: Live, engaging, and local.